Francesca Rudkin is here with our film picks for this weekend. Kia ora. Good morning. How are you feeling? I'm good, thank you. Okay, well, that's good. Are you are you out of isolation? Are you backed and full of beans and um, and going about your life yeah, with the no, same enthusiasm? Look, uh, almost. Yes, I am definitely moving on and moving forward and and uh, and doing well. Okay. Well, I'm glad to hear it. Although you know, I. You don't want me to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm just worried that you're going to dive into things too quickly and you're going to oh, be no, off no, running no. and all that sort of stuff. And you just, you know, you no. don't want that long COVID. No, no, I'm being, I'm being very well behaved. And yeah, it is. It is look, it's just been a really nasty head cold for me, Jack, but it mm. is slow. I am. It, it's been a slow recovery, to be honest with yeah. you. I, I, I will admit that. So, no, I'm very much taking it quietly and, um, and we'll get Continue a you know, to do full so. recovery of yes. my belt before I launch back into life. Obviously. I'm pleased to hear it. Okay, very good. Um, promise, two, two very quite very different films um, for us this weekend. Let's first of all have a listen, and I'm sure everyone's seen the posters all around town, to Where the Crawdads Sing. I like you heard the tall tales told about the marsh girl, an abandoned child. I had a family once. They called me Kaya. A little girl surviving in the marsh on her own, reviled and shunned. Sometimes I feel so invisible. I wonder if I'm here at all. You are. Mm, Okay, this is, uh, of course, a film of the very, very successful book. Um, It's been hyped up quite a bit as well, eh? Yeah, it certainly has. So Reese Witherspoon, she snapped up the rights to this book, I think even before the book was released. And um, she was a huge fan of the book. And actually, I think this adaptation has been done well in the sense that the book is quite complicated. It's a it's a murder mystery. It's also a family drama, a romantic drama. It's a story of survival. So there's a lot going on. And I think uh, Lucy Alibar, who is the screenwriter, she also wrote Beef for the Southern Wild. Mm. I think she's done a good job here of taking all that all that complexity and, and putting it on a screen for a couple of us. I think the performances are fantastic. I think Daisy Edgar-Jones as Kaya uh, is incredible. Um, and I think Jojo Regina, who plays the little Kaya, is absolutely stunning as well. With this film, I felt, I've read the book, and with the book, I felt you could have gone two ways. You could have turned this into gritty realism, like Winter's Bone, um, or you could turn it into sort of a more accessible, mainstream, beautiful film. And that's kind of the option that they've taken here. And unfortunately, it kind of tends to come across a little bit like a Nicholas Sparks sort of adaptation. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, look, the, 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 um, in the book, the marsh is very much a character. You can kind of taste this marsh. Its its presence is so strong that this environment where this whole story takes mm. place is really strong. And in the film, it's absolutely beautiful and wonderful, and it creates this, and it's lovely to look at. But it didn't, it didn't feel as gritty and real as it came across in the book. And so I was a little bit disappointed in that. But look, Jack, if you were looking for a film to pop along to on a Sunday afternoon, take your mum along, have an outing, 
this is perfect. And I do think that fans of the book will, I, I think they'll enjoy yeah. what's taken place here. It's a bit like me, whether you wanted something a little bit more gritty that, and, and real that right. you sort of felt in the book. Or whether you're you're you know, you're happy to just sort of sit back and yeah. um, and enjoy the good performances okay. and um, and the and the lovely scenery. Nice. Okay, that's where the crawdads sing. Tell us about the Quiet Girl. Okay, this is a beautiful Irish film that has this really packs this emotional punch at the end. It's set in the eighties. It's a story about this beautiful, quiet little girl. She's about nine or ten years old, and she's sent to live with some strangers for the summer. So her mother is having, I think, the sixth child. Cat is about the the fourth, I think, in line. She's very quiet and she's a bit of a wanderer. So she causes a bit of drama for her parents who live on this sort of the small farm. And so she goes to live with her mother's cousin and her husband over the summer. She doesn't know them. And it's really this beautiful coming-of-age story. She just, life is pretty tough at home. Family's very dysfunctional. Mm. Father's a gambler. Um, the parents don't get on. The kids are kind of left to themselves. And she finds herself living in this home where she realizes there's actually a different way to live, that she... She goes into a home that's filled with kindness mm. and tenderness, and she sees that there's a different way to deal with people and hardship and grief, and she blossoms. And it's just, it's told, the story sort of unfolds very gently, but it's just strangely engrossing. It's um, in the Irish language as well as English. It has a lovely sense of time and place. Uh, it's a debut feature from Colin um, Barid, and I just love what he's done here. It's it's one of those films where it's all about sort of it's more about actions rather than words, and it's just all these lovely little moments as you watch this little girl blossom. Yeah, and and also the um the 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 the, the, the couple that she goes and lives with are also dealing with their own grief, and right. it's lovely to see them sort of how the, the the this young girl in their home sort of helps to change their lives as well. Yeah. So yeah. Just just delightful, the quiet girl. Wonderful. Okay, thank you so much, Francesca. Keep resting up, and we will check in again next week. Those films, once again, where the crawdads sing and the quiet girl. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems. Or a but. I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.